welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. This week's guests are the co-founders of Femme, Jack and Rob, otherwise known as The Duo. Jason Shaw is a widely passionate coach and channel. She's known for taking her clients to the depths of their knowing, to their most intimate truth, where they're able to activate their authentic voice. Through her work, clients develop a deep trust within themselves and eliminate any lingering shoulds, misalignment, and self-sabotage so that they can unapologetically show up to lead in their power. As a human design expert, she guides her clients to step into complete energetic alignment and shows them how to access their sacred creation portal. The projector in her sees what you can't yet see, and together you bring it to life. Robin Savage's fierce passion for storytelling and brand creation is the driving force behind helping her clients bring more of themselves into their lives and businesses. As an expert copywriter, content creator, her goal is to help female entrepreneurs connect with high-level clients by pairing authentic communication and effective brand strategies. Her knack for bringing words to her clients' big vision is helping women around the world thrive in life and in business. Together, Jack and Rob make up the most dynamic, energetic, and powerful partnership in the coaching industry. You can usually find them recording the FAM podcast, coaching live inside their Wild Femmes Facebook group, or spitting raw truth and shaking their booties over on Instagram at For the Wild Femme. Enjoy this incredible episode. Ever wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. I'm like giddy like a kid this morning here with Blair and my two incredible coaches, Jack and Rob with Femme. And oh my God, I love these ladies so, so much. And I am ridiculously honored that you are on the Dissecting Podcast. Dissecting Podcast. Dissecting Success Podcast. I'm so excited. I can hardly talk. This is crazy. <laughs> you forget I'm- your own podcast name. <laughs> That's Wait, what I love. You excited? Welcome, ladies. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We are so happy to be here, and we love you so much. Oh, oh my God! This is so fun. So. We love to start this podcast off always with the same question. And it's been really so like 
expanding to hear everybody's answers to this. So I'm so excited what you're about to bring to the table. So let us know what does success mean to each of you? Oh my gosh. I've been thinking about this question since you sent it. And, you know, since we've kind of been chatting about being on the dissecting success podcast and having conversations about it. And I mean, I'm interested to hear what Jack is going to say about this. To me, success is really well. Oh my gosh. This is, I mean, it's such a fully loaded question. Uh, Success to me is um, freedom, choice, flow, creativity, abundance, and, you know, we teach in the femme world, we teach wealth, power, pleasure, right? Being in pleasure vibes, magnetizing the wealth frequency, creating in flow, leading in your feminine power. And when I, when I say abundance, I don't even mean wealth and money, which obviously a, a lot of us define success by how much money we have in our, our titles and status and achievements. And what I've learned and, and really felt and experienced on our path to growing a seven figure business is that like financial abundance means nothing if you don't have all of the other things, right? Financial abundance really doesn't mean much if if you don't have the freedom, if you don't have the choice, if you don't have the time, if you don't have the space to do and be who you're here to be. So I think that that's success. I mean, this is going to be become the Robin show really fast. If, if I don't stop there. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Jack, I, I just, before you dive in, Jacqueline pleasure, I want I just putting this note here, let's come back to talking yeah. about pleasure because this is something I want to dive into a bit more. Cause I've been following your journey, obviously your growth, but this is a word that we haven't actually talked about yet on this podcast and how pleasure is directly related to success. So I'm excited to dive into this. So let's bookmark that. But first of all, Jacqueline, what's success to you? Well, definitely bookmark the pleasure because this is like a place for us. It's like operating, leading from pleasure, but success to me. So this is even the word success is an interesting one because I think so. Well, so often with our clients, we do really, um, take them to the process of rewriting the word success. Cause I think success feels often like it's very outward and I, you know, so outward. So success is like this and this and checking these things off. But I think success is really like an inward, an inward game. It's an inward feeling. And for me as a projector, if you guys are familiar with human design, like my, my signature, which shows like when I'm in the most wild amounts of alignment is success. So for me, really, really getting clear on what the word success means to me, Success feels like a win and any type of win, like it just feels like a a, a yes. It feels like a win, a win for me, a win for my clients, a, a win for our business, a win for our partnership, a win for my kids, a win for my family. It feels like this this win, this is like the first thing that comes to me when I think of success. But immediately when you ask this question here, I also, it like very clear for me is choice. Success to me is having all the choice you know, getting, choosing, having options. So I think this really leads into what you were saying then to Rob, like the freedom, the pleasure, all of it. It's like the choice to allow pleasure 
and freedom. And they all work, like they all work cohesively together. And I think Jack, that's such a beautiful response. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and I, I think, think even as I said that, well, I was going to say, I think what, what happens though, is we think like success leads to choice and it's recognizing like having the choice also leads to success because you get to choose in each moment what you're leaning into, what you're, what you're saying no to, where you're you know, following the shoulds, the have to. So, so recognizing you have choice also then leads to the success. So it becomes this, you know, all wrapped in the one. It's, it's the cycle of it. And people forget they have choice, right? We're born into this machine, nine to five, go to school, get a degree, nine to five, do that till you die, take two weeks vacation. We have choice. Yeah. And sometimes that choice is uncomfortable and hard, but then it does open up those pleasure portals, right? Yeah. So I think the really interesting thing here is exactly what you just said, right, Blair? Like we're born into this machine and success as it's been defined over so many generations and, and in process, like to be developed this way in our societies over centuries, you know, capitalism and the corporate world and climbing the corporate ladder to gain power and, and wealth. And, you know, I think that success has taken on this really masculine, rigid structure, right? So we think that in order to be successful, we have to fit in to this rigid structure. So we start to define ourselves really young, like really early on, you know, when we're marked, when we get our report cards, when we compete in track and field, when we apply for the school play and, and go like shoot for the leading role, right? Like so early on in life, we start to fit ourselves inside this rigid structure to, to begin to adapt and, and conform, you know, I, I want to say almost like because conform sounds so terrible, but it's true, right? We try and conform to this successful archetype. And then all of a sudden, you know, we reach this age and we, we sort of have this like coming to you know it's like one day especially in women we see and, and obviously we work with women um but it's like this coming to one day where they wake up and they're like wait a minute like hold on we're like come on like what happened to me like i got all of the things i i went to university i got the accreditations i was the varsity athlete i got I married the man, I got the kids, you know, I, I had, I got the promotion. I have the, I have the house, I have everything. And like, why don't I feel the way that success promised me I would feel like, why don't I feel fulfilled? Why don't I feel on purpose? Why don't I feel like satiated with joy? And I think that this is, you know, exactly what Jack and I are here to do and what what we you guys are, are inviting us to do on this podcast as well with all of your guests is like really dissect success to say like, is that success, right? Is that box, is that rigid structure? Is that timeline? Is that actually success? And I love Jack, when you said, you know, having choice also leads to success when we think that success gives us choice. But this to me is where pleasure comes in, right? Is that pleasure actually gets to be the gateway 
to success and to create a life that feels like success, not just looks like success when you start to make choices that actually feel good, that actually turn you on and light you up and excite you and activate you. And yeah, I I think that a lot of people, I mean, we just haven't been taught that, right? And, and yeah, and the, the thing is, is there's multiple ways to success. So what people often say, you know, when they come to the world, into our world, they're like, but I've done it this way before. I've done it in the striving energy, the hustling, you know, the way, and, and it's worked. But like Rob said here, then it's like, but I'm left feeling unfulfilled. There's no joy in it. So there's different ways we can get to like success. But I think this is why it's, you know, that outward version of success. And I think this is why it's really important what we define success as what it means as it, what it means to us so that we can, we can, you know, pave our path of success with pleasure, with joy, with turn on. However that looks for you, right? Because the other thing, I love that you're air quoting success, Jack, like success, like whatever the hell that means, like what, what does that even mean? Right? Because I, I think that you've nailed this, right? Because success for you is different than success for me, is different than what success means for Blair and Teresa. And so how could we possibly all follow the same path to get to, you know, quote unquote success when success for all of us means something different? You know, like we're herding a bunch of sheep towards success and 99% of the sheep get to success and they're like, well, this isn't, this doesn't feel successful. Well, like no shit, you know, that this is not what success is to you. So no wonder it doesn't feel good. Right. I love this. And I think because it's so personal to me on so many levels and probably is why we're having this podcast now, like, and are here with you having this conversation, because I remember when I came into your world (laughs) and you introduced me to swapping it all around. And I was like walking down that path, but I constantly had this idea that it was wrong. And it is because the machine has it like flipped around. So when we put choice and pleasure and freedom and winning before we have something in the material real world to show for, like my mind is still like blown on so many levels because what has opened up since that shift has occurred for me. And since I started to realize that success isn't so much about what's found in you know, outside of me, but it's everything about what's found inside of me and to have choice and to live the life I want and to especially choose pleasure before other things. And even what pleasure even is, because I think I said that too, might've been probably both of you, but I got to the point where I was like, what even is pleasure? Like, this is how like bottled down that was for me. And so it's incredible because in some ways it goes against everything I've ever been taught about what it takes to be successful. Yet the shifts I've seen for myself in my business, in the way I show up, in the way I serve, it's like way actually measurably now way more successful than it was 12 months ago. Like, just when I look at a one-year time frame, and that to me is just so incredible, so incredible. Oh, 
What well, and Trish, I mean, it's been absolutely amazing, you know, witnessing your journey and, and seeing you on this path and, and in your own transformation. It's been such an honor to see you like and to really do the work. Right. Because this is the thing shifting from that you know, in our world, we call it the old paradigm that hustling, striving, do whatever it takes, cutthroat, success driven mentality, right? To see you shift from from this place into pleasure, like divine feminine leadership, where where pleasure is actually prioritized. It's not uh, it's not a byproduct of something that you do. It's what you do first. Right. It's who you are first. Um, and, and, you know, I think the misconception about pleasure is that pleasure is easy, right? Like, oh, to shift into pleasure, it's just, and it's just go do the thing. Just go do the thing. Go pick some flowers, go self-pleasure, go make out with your boyfriend, go watch a movie. And it's like, you know, we can all do that. Right. And, and I think the self-care industry is doing a really good job of, of correcting itself a little bit here in this teaching that, you know, self-care, self-love, pleasure is like a bubble bath on a Friday, a bottle of nice red wine with a, a sunset view. Like that's not pleasure until it feels like pleasure, you know, until you can be in the bath and like really like put your hand on your skin and feel your touch until you can sip that red wine and taste the flavors and, and soak in the sunset and feel it and be grateful for it rather than sitting in that bath and writing an email in your head or running through your to-do list or going over that fight you got in with your partner two hours ago or sitting at that sunset feeling like you should be somewhere else. Right. So, so we do pleasurable things, but we don't be pleasurable things we don't be with the joy or the sensation um, or the abundance in those moments so a lot of society misses it right they miss it i would love to know what does pleasure feel like how do we know if we are doing what the commercial tells us to do? Like the herbal essence commercial and from the nineties when we <laughs> wash our hair and moan, how do we know if we're actually living in pleasure and we are pleasure versus what media tells us pleasure is? For me, I think that's like pleasure literally feels like, like turn on pleasure feels like a rush of energy. Pleasure feels like excitement. It's, it's joy. It's not something that you're, that you're doing to check off your to-do list or because Jack and Rob said, you know, if you lead with pleasure and you don't use pleasure as the reward, it's going to lead to success. It's like, oh no, like I, I, you know, what Rob said, like I taste things differently. I smell things differently. I look at things differently. And it's this like, like, I think it's, it's just this, like it overtakes like your, your being. Yeah. I think that, you know, I think we know that we're in a state of true pleasure when we, we literally enter flow state, you know, and I know that you guys have experienced this and I'm sure your listeners have experienced this as well when you're skiing on the mountain and like the world disappears, you know, you couldn't probably, it would take you three seconds to remember your name, 
right? You're writing something and you, you lose track of time. Two hours go by and you're like, oh my gosh, what? No, I, I'm two hours. I'm late for the podcast. Like I forgot. You just like, you get in flow with something. Um, you know, you meditate and you think you're meditating for five minutes and it's 45 minutes has gone by. For me, like being in, being in a real state of pleasure is like, I, I couldn't even remember where my phone is. You know, if you asked me, I couldn't even like know what inspired me to do the thing. I couldn't even like tell you what was happening because you're, you're so in it. You're so in your life. You're so in the moment, you know, you're like so busy chasing the butterfly that you trip over the hose because like you literally can't see or feel or think about anything else in that moment because pleasure is like the highest frequency vibration, the highest energetic frequency that you could experience in your body. It's pure love, right? It's pure abundance. And when you're in that state, like you're not, you're no longer reaching for anything else, right? So this is the thing. If you're not experiencing pleasure at that stage, then your subconscious mind and your nervous system is, is always kind of like reaching for that next thing or thinking about that next thing or planning for it. Um, and when you're in a state of pleasure, the, the world just sort of relaxes, you know, everything feels like ease. It's effortless. It feels exciting and vibrant and you know, you can see it with your eyes, but beyond that, you can like feel it in your body, you know, and we can create that feeling for ourselves all the time, like washing the dishes, you know, cuddling with our partner, having sex, of course, but also playing with our kids in the backyard or being on a road trip and, and feeling the wind in our hair and turning the volume up a little louder or pulling over on the side of the road and like taking it all in, right? Like we can create those moments for ourselves often, but we get so busy and we get so stuck in the doing and the tasks and the urgency and, and we don't create the space for it, right? I love this. And it really makes me think of something that Jack, you remind me of on a regular basis mm. and it's around the pause and the moments in between and even just surrendering like in a moment of time and really being there for it rather than being somewhere completely different and to not make it mean something in that moment that there should be something else happen. Like there was all the shoulds again, but you always talk about the pause being powerful and not making it mean something. And you always bring me back to the centered place. And just Rob, like you just said, like it's a state of like a st pleasure is a state where the world relaxes. Mm. That just gives me goosebumps. Oh and it just sort of like, you know, well, this is, This is why for us, it's like leading with this pleasure and opening up here. So if the world relaxes, what also happens? You open up, you're able to receive. You're not in, you know, you're not in this like go, go, go mode. You're not in this hustle. You're not like 
you're able to actually see like what's around you where you're at right now. And then that's where that flow comes in that Rob was talking about earlier, that the pleasure feels like that flow. You're opening up to receive when you're in pleasure. I think that's so brilliant. So pleasure, how do we climb the pleasure pyramid? How do we get to the base? How do we get from the state of like thinking it's pleasure to actually feeling that pleasure? Like what is, what are some things that our listeners could do? What do you think things, basic things that they can do to stop doing or start doing to start feeling more pleasure, being that pleasure? Well, one thing I think that you have to do before you can even get to the place of like implementing, like, you know, and like feeling into this type of pleasure that we're talking about here is looking where you're showing up in your life, in your business, you know, following what we call the shoulds, following the shoulds, following the have tos, doing like leaking energy all over the place, doing things because you think it's the only way, because you think it's the way to success. You think it's the measurement of success, listening to all these like outside voices or even the voices in your own head that's saying like, it has to look a certain way. And, oh, well, you you can't just do that. You can't do that thing that's going to like just excite you and bring you joy right now because you have to do this. So all the time we have this battle of like, okay, but I I can't do that yet. Or I don't deserve that. Or I'm not worthy of, you know, drinking that bottle of champagne. Like I'm not, we have all this idea like we're not even worthy of pleasure. And I think so often it's because we're so caught up in our mind about all the things that we have to do before we're, able to be in joy before we're able to receive before we're able to like tap into our own pleasure. So like a very, like a place I would start is like, look where in your life, where in your business, are you doing things based on shoulds based on other people's expectations based on what you think. So thinking what will lead you to success, not what you feel. And I'll tell you, if you, you know, so much of the work that I do in human design too, it's like tuning into like, if you're a many generator, like what turns your sacral on tuning into this energy in your body? Like what turns you on? Use that as, as you know, and if you, and if you just choose, if you choose again, choice, 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 if you choose to do the things that turn you on versus the things that you think are going to get you somewhere, you just keep opening the portal to more and more and more and more divine inspiration, more abundance, all of it. Um, oh, sorry. I just want to say oh, that yeah. if you're, if you're bu- building a pleasure spaceship, I'd like uh, tickets to the pleasure portal, please. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> like, this is great. Like I, we've talked about like, stop shooting on yourself. Like stop shooting yeah. on yourself. Like, well, you know, get rid yeah. of the shoulds. And you know, this Whoa. is just all working so like nicely together. And it's like, I'm picturing this portal to pleasure. And it's like Narnia going through this like, you know, doorway and it's all this like beautiful jungle and sparkling waterfalls. And like, why can't we just have that all the time? And what you're saying is that we can. Yes. Well, and to, and to make it really easy, it's then like, look at all the things that you're saying yes to that you don't want to do. That's not in your desire realm. Look at all the things that you're saying no to that are actually your hell yeses that are actually your desires. Yep. Yeah. So here's the thing. You know, I think that a lot of women, uh, people, um, oh my gosh, I think men probably struggle with this even more, to be honest. Um, But women, you know, I think even when we say, you know, stop shooting on yourselves and, and drop the shoulds and just 
do the thing that that you desire and and is that in your desire realm i think a lot of women are probably even listening like my desire realm like WTF is my desire realm. Like, Teresa, I'm sure you felt this in the beginning. I felt this in the beginning of my journey. Like, what the, what the fuck do you mean? Like, what do I desire? Like, I don't know. You know, like we haven't been given permission, you guys, to even tap in to our desires. So for me, the, the like very early gateway in, you know, before you can even see Narnia, because Blair, this is exactly what I'm talking about. So many of us would walk through that portal and we'd be on the spaceship and we'd see the, the crystal lights and the, the fairies and the thing. And we'd be like, okay, cool. That's good. Are we done here? Because I've got a zoom meeting at two 30 and I'm going to be late if we don't hurry this up. Right. Like we, we're in the pleasure walking through the portal and we're like, can't see it, can't feel it, got to go. Right. So for me, like the very early days were like and I'm going to read off a little a couple little notes that I made here because love me some notes um, intention, like intentionality, you know, be where you are. And I know this sounds so like so like such mundane advice like yeah 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 rob like you cannot feel an orgasm if you are not in bed like feeling your body in in the moment like if you're writing the email or thinking about the report cards or packing the lunch in your mind you will not fully experience the pleasure that the orgasm brings do you know what i mean so choose to be in the moment like right before this podcast recording, I'm like, ooh, where do I desire to record this podcast? Ooh, in bed. Okay, what else would like enrich that experience? Ooh, a coffee, a water with some ashwagandha and support. I'm going to climb under the covers, like unmake my bed. Like I created an environment to be in pleasure while I am here with you, right? So- this is an invitation for everyone to like invite themselves to say, before you start doing the thing, can you intentionally allow yourself to create a space and to arrive in it? You know, even if you're commuting to work, can you be in your commute? Can you put on the perfect songs? Can you put on the, the podcast that you've been dying to listen to? Can you call your best friend who, who your heart has just been like aching to have a combo with, right? Like be the person while you're doing the thing that actually experiences the, the thing that you're in. Okay. Because that's going to start to allow pleasure in when you, when you actually begin to experience your life. Um, number two, I would say like choose to see the beauty, right? There is always beauty around and, you know, we just moved into a new house and it's so beautiful, but we're, we're four weeks in and there's still boxes and there's still empty walls and we still don't have a couch. And there's, there's a, a little dump pile in the back of our, our property that needs to go to the dump. And when I look at my yard, I choose to see the sunflower that just bloomed. I choose to see my, my children running around and the Buddha in the garden and the freshly stained deck. Like I choose to see the beauty rather than looking at the mess. Right. And I use this as an example because our lives are always fucking messy. There is always 
another box to empty. There is always another wall to fill or chore to complete or place to go or conversation to have or bill to pay. But if you choose to see the beauty that you're creating in your life, you will start to feel pleasure seeping in, right? Imagine your, your eyes literally intaking the information by looking at a pile of fucking garbage on your lawn and think of the, the thoughts and the feelings that happen as a result, you know, immediately like, Oh God, God, we still have to go to the dump. When's it open? How are we even going to get there? Cause dunk's working late. And I've got the girls. I can't take the girls to the dump because the car seats don't fit. It's like this train wreck of a thought train thought pattern. Right. And if I, instead choose to focus on the flower that grew from a seed that me and my daughters watered every day. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it grew. Look at the color. Oh, there's a bee. Wow. The ecosystem. Oh my gosh. Nature is so beautiful. Like my, the, the thoughts that occur as the result of seeing the beauty are pleasurable rather than demeaning, right. Full of self-judgment and criticism right? So it's like simple little things like this, that like how we move throughout our day that can really truly in like start to invite pleasure into our habits and the, the way that we live. And then we can start to see and experience pleasure on a bigger, bigger scale. Does that make sense? I love that. And I think that's really great because it's about also that, like, like you guys were talking about the pause, pause plays into the pleasure and you don't yeah. want to fill your mind with those toxic thoughts and those toxic feelings. And it's almost like when you notice the planting of the seed and the watering and the, the flowers and the bumblebee and the sun hitting it, the way it moves to the light and all those things, you're pushing out those negative thoughts. And it's like you're, you're detoxing your thought process. And I think that's so lovely. You know, we could talk to you guys for hours. I feel like this is just part one of a hundred and, you know, Cause you know, we like our, we like our episodes short and sweet, but, and so before wrapping up, I, I want to ask a question and you guys can take this to wherever you want. And I'm modifying it a bit based on our conversation and maybe Jack, we'll start with you. What is one piece of advice that you give people who are on their path to pleasure? Oh, that are on their path to pleasure. Tune inwards, tune into yourself. Don't look outside of what you, again, what you think you should do, what other people are doing, what brings other people pleasure, like literally follow your own energy, follow your turn on, follow your hell yes. And stop doing shit that doesn't bring you pleasure, that doesn't bring you joy. You know, why do things that don't feel good? That's such a brilliant piece of advice. Mm. Rob. Oh, I would say ditto to what Jack said. And I think, honestly, I I would say it's okay to feel good. You know, we are born to feel joy. We're born to feel love. We are born to, we're born worthy, you know? And I think that we, we have just forgotten that, you know, we've forgotten that life and money and success and friendships and and marriage and motherhood like it all gets to feel good you know and and as we start to experience more pleasure yeah I'm, I'm just gonna end it there but we're allowed to feel good 
Oh, we're allowed to feel good. And then that's rewriting the story for the generation to come, you know, rewriting the story for our daughters, rewriting the story, recoding these beliefs that pleasure is the reward, that pleasure comes later, that pleasure comes on the weekends, that we can choose pleasure in our day-to-day. We can choose pleasure in the mundane. We can choose pleasure. Like it's always available to us. Yep. And without the shame and without the guilt and without the self-judgment and without all of the things that initially come, you know, with feeling good, like, oh, I shouldn't feel this good. Oh, it shouldn't be this easy. Oh, my gosh, I shouldn't have a glass of wine in the middle of the day or take the morning off to go for brunch or have a bath at 2 p.m. Like break those rules, break those rules, redefine pleasure to redefine success. That's what I would say. I love this. Ladies, what an incredible place to wrap up this episode. You've dropped so many wisdom bombs, like literally since we've been on this call. And, you know, big, big thing I take away from today is that I get to choose to feel fucking amazing. So thank you for another beautiful reminder that we get to have it all and with that it's a wrap for another episode of dissecting success that's a wrap for another episode of dissecting success enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe to blair kaplan venables and Teresa lambert's podcast dissecting success on the app store And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.